Nation with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is when you hear my voice on your speakers out there. You're now tuned into the hottest hip hop and R&B show this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. It's that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Smoke it up and comatose. We smoke it till we overdose. I pick her up and bend her over. Think she on a roller coaster, baby. This that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Yeah. This that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Smoke it up and comatose. We smoke it till we overdose. I pick her up and bend her over. Think she on a roller coaster, baby. This that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Pick it up, 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 baby girl, pick up the racks. Back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. I love the way that she's throwing it back. Stamina, stamina, guts, I ran it up, making me feel like I'm running a track. She look good in the face, but it ain't got shit on the pussy, that ass or the rack. She ride dick like a pro, that's a fact. She get bull like a pro, that's a fact. She filling up on my waist with a face, wanna taste good, it ain't my dick, it's a Mac. Fuck, shit, girl, it ain't no dick, it's a strap. Feel like I'm beefing the way I've been wanting to send all these shots to your back. Shut it look good like Mama Mia. My chain's twin into Meritia. He's not straight out the box, throw your Z's up. I like him tiny, Aja Leah. Whoa, she gonna be mad when she find out you put the name in the bar. But it's too late, it's Monte the villain. Zulu the gang, we gon' make you a star. This that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Smoke it up and comatose, we smoke it till we overdose. I pick her up and bend her over, think she on a roller coaster. This that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Yeah. This that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Smoke it up and comatose. We smoke it till we overdose. I pick her up and bend her over. Think she on a roller coaster, baby. This that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Yeah. Out of my mind, I'm elsewhere. Kinda like to the point where I don't care. Dirty like photo right, fit it right here. Wake me up, tripping I had a nightmare. I love me, myself, and my blower. I got two, wanna see how my show her. I want me a freak that's known as a goer. Fuck her last week, this week I don't know her. Speed it up, speed it up, speed it. Send a dick pic, got scared and deleted. That would've been an L, but I stay undefeated. Wanna hit so bad, like Mike wanna beat. It. I'm like feeling like great, I'm like feeling amazing. Like don't even stop when I bust going crazy. I'm out of my mind, I can't come back to ground. I'm on Mars on the moon, I'm like swinging around. I'm like, give me so bad, was you this bad before? Can't ignore that I'm boggled. Let's fuck on the floor and let's fuck on the table Enable my power, let's go in the shower and chill for an hour Bad bitch gave me the twisted two Gave her the half pipe back like ooh She gave me my nine talking eraser But when she was finished I didn't have a clue This that roller coast, that roller coast, that roller coaster Smoke it up and comatose We smoke it till we overdose I pick her up and bend her over Think she on a roller coaster this that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Yeah. This that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Smoke it up and comatose. We smoke it till we overdose. I pick her up and bend her over. Think she on a roller coaster, baby. This that roller coaster, that roller coaster, that roller coaster. Yeah. Tap in with the monopoly. If you don't, you gon' get hit with that miska muska mouska too. Zulu gang. Down, get down. You know the words. The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, Emilio Whitebar. Be sure to keep it locked right here, because coming up in just a bit, we'll be joined by tonight's special guest. We got some in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, keep it locked. This is non-stop radio. We the one down by the tent. We the one around with a horn. You the one lying on your set. 
How did he cop that Dior? Dior. Cocaine white is pure. What? Setting up shopping pure. Trap taking off like meteor. She hop on the dick and I buy a little fit and I'm on to the next. I don't need the whore. <laughs> I just be needing more. What? Brand new whip, what you speeding for? <laughs> 392, yeah, the whip got a new body. Shout out, she popping, she went, got a new body. Bought some more guns, I might get me a new body. I'm in the shower, they shoot like they Lou Island. Then I took off that nigga like who got it? Uh-huh. Host my west, Blue Island. Uh-huh. We don't know nothing like who got it. Uh-huh. We don't know nothing like who shot it. Uh-huh. big old chick. Bust down roadie, sweat of cashmere Ooh. In the store they know that I want everything When I walk up to the cashier Walk in big old chick, chick Walk in big old chick huh? Walk through the back, we ain't standing in line These niggas ain't talking about nothing huh? We the one around with the money, with the money. We the one down by the chin We the one around with the horn, horn. You the one lying on your set Let's go Walk in big old chick Walk in big old chick Walk through the back, we ain't standing in line These niggas ain't talking about nothing huh? We the one around with the money, huh? We the one down by the chin okay. We the one around with the horn, the non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. On the hip for the llama Dealing with the first to be worse for the drama Only have respect for the checks with the commas Yeah, I got problems, you ain't got problems Follow me around with the cam like a sitcom Drape me your gold on the camel in Islam Mommy with the lip balm, watching as she sip wine Rock star, no bodyguard Rooftop rock hard, all body armor Party hard all night like a Mardi Gras Bruce Willis die hard with the shoddy arm No shirt, the conflict with a chauffeur Poster child turned rich on a brochure Said I'd never make it out of here, they so sure Still sitting with my soul and you soldiers Look, no limit on the visa Palace on the hill like them Caesar Paying me a gold worth more than Mona Lisa Add a couple mil for the fly, mama Sita Checking my deposits, only seeing profits Holding my phone for the vault like a locksmith Drowning in my money, never seen like the lockers Man on the dinner with my girl, yeah I got this It's missed Only thing you really got is a rich problem Only really want the checks with the six columns Probably wouldn't take a loss if a bitch robbed them <laughs> yeah, that's a rich problem Only call the women bitch when they dick ride them Love spending even more when they bitch bout them Love sitting on my throne on my big mountain 
Like Houdini in a blue Lamborghini. Hey, I love my money a lot. I'm very fond of it. Making so much now that I am gonna have to launder it. A little bit of a shark, you could get condiment. I want the whole fucking cake and the condiment. See these fuck boys on the side, which I am onto them. I'll catch them slipping one at a time at night for one. $3,000 every day, that's the minimum. 99 problems in my bitch, about 10 of them. Hey, on my whip, work more than your life. I'm flooded in ice. Fires wrapped out, so they started my flight. Crack you in the head with the butt of my knife. Really want the fucker dead, so I got it on twice. I make so much guap that it hurts your feelings. So you're trying to find dirt that is worth revealing. Hey, you keep talking a bunch, you'll get punched, dummy. Cause what you making a month, I call lunch money. Only thing you really got is a rich problem. Only really want the checks with the six columns. Probably wouldn't take a loss if a bitch robbed them. <laughs> yeah, that's a rich problem. Only call the women bitch when they dick bottom. Love spending even more when they bitch bottom. Love sitting on my throne on my big mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's a rich problem. And that didn't make a fucking... The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is non-stop radio. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Nonstop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or a publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects. And that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. What up, Miami? How you living? How you feeling out there? It's your boy Emilio Wegbar, and right now you're tuned into the hottest hip-hop and R&B station here in South Beach. It's the Radio.com, ladies and gentlemen, spelled T-H-A, Radio.com. Be sure to check out the non-stop radio show airing every Monday through Saturday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. And also follow us on Twitter, at Nonstop Radio 212. This is Nonstop Radio. Talking to these so-called tough guys, I'm feeling like Gene Oakland. I don't want no parts of this rap game, shit foolery. I got rich back and I'm taking these niggas' jewelry. I'm from when you rapped about it, 
damn it, you heard something. Take a nigga watch for what now? He ain't worth nothing. I ain't from the shit y'all from. Nah. We ain't playing friends. The beef we got is real. We ain't boxers. We, we ain't weighing in. We ain't finna do this for TV. Please, nigga, believe me. I get you lit like the finger on E.T. Yeah. Had them little niggas hopping out the blackest van. Give them all the racket shit. Turn your shit into Pakistan. Niggas think they gun proof. The bullets start flying out the sunroof. And niggas are screaming, you better run, dude. Uh. to check us out Monday through Fridays 10 till midnight yeah. on Atlanta's new station killer, for hip hop and R&B Street Madness Radio Love my grind Love my shine Love my baby Love my queen Love my color Love my brother Love my city Love my team ah, I'm a fucking king Ain't gonna lie This nigga fly Dressed to kill I make it seem Now I'm all in the mind Switching like this Listerine Hold the love I don't need it You with chicken No seasoning I'm a boss for a reason Look at me, I'm so conceited Moonwalking, then I beat it Like a mall type of flavor She's a beautiful stranger Had the scope, but I'm a ranger Never leave without my banger While I'm rolling up to panga You can catch these middle fingers Ha, look Love my color, love my brother Love my city, love my team Love my grind, love my shine Love my baby, love my queen Love my color, love my brother Love my city, love my team Ha, I'm a fucking king Ain't no cap, my black is beautiful Talking crazy, it's a funeral. I'm a friendly, I'm pure evil. Stick him up, I'm Dr. Evil. Doing donuts in the regal. Roof missing, I'm an eagle. Black pistol, Don Cheeto. Ha! Woo! Love my color, love my brother, love my city, love my team. Love my grind, yeah. love my shine, love my baby, love my queen. Love my color, love my brother, love my city, love my team. Tell him why. Ha! I'm a fucking king. Oh, love my pen, love my pad, love my mother, love my dad, love my mental Kasim that I lost. That shit make me sad, but all praises do a law. That's why I say I'm do a law. Cause he know it, don't nobody know all the things I saw that I wasn't supposed to see. And I'm supposed to be in some body being. Instead, the God tore around the world, wearing shiny rings, driving Maseratis. Nigga hopping out of Lamborghini. Great God was known for serving fiends. Now I'm a fucking king. Yeah, 500 fans at the meet and greet. Last show that I did, they threw rose petals at my feet. Had me feeling like Jaffe Joe. Last year I was copping blow. Now the fire marshal trying to stop the show. Love my color, love my brother, love my city, love my team. Love my grind, love my shine, love my baby, love my queen. Love my color, love my brother, love my city, love my team. Love my grind, love my shine, love my baby, love my queen. Love my
love my team, love my grind, love my shine, love my baby, love my queen, love my color, love my brother, love my city, love my team. Ha, I'm a fucking king. Love my brother. Love my queen. I'm a fucking king. Love my color, love my brother, love my city, love my team, love my grind, love my shine, love my baby, love my queen, love my color, love my brother, love my city, love my team. Ha, I'm a fucking king. The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Be sure to follow us on the gram. You can hit us up on IG at EJP underscore entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. But be sure to keep it locked right here because coming up in just a few, we'll be joined by tonight's special guest. We got some calling in, ladies and gentlemen. But make sure you're following us on Twitter at Nonstop Radio 212. And check us out Monday through Fridays from 10 till midnight on Atlanta's new station for hip-hop and R&B. Street Madness Radio. Keep it locked, y'all. This is Nonstop Radio. Big flex, no song. Got the coupe dress pull off. Keep sweat me down. All them from the crown. Most of them blow me down. You know I got it from the crown. I keep like five brown. Then my day ones, then my eight ones. I ain't got to fight. The crown, they in love with me now. I ain't got a club surf for no crowns. I ain't got a for them on my stale. I ain't had a surf for no cosign. I write mine like all mine. This my sound, your sound, mine. Monkey see, monkey do time. This ain't original. They just copy lyrics and they taking flows. Like, send me the visuals. I don't want to hear all CDs. They moves be so typical. She's shaking like this is a thong song. And baby, you mystical. Gone move that slow, gone move that low. Tell the hater how. Suck it real slow. Suck the tip, pissed off. High speed chase, close call. Riding rich, this a mess of a box. If I want it, then f the cost. I'll go buy this like a pulled up a rock. We in Bel Air, but I'd rather success. Yeah. Ay. Big flex, no song. Got the coupe dress pulled off. Keep sweat me down. All them from the pound. Big top, big wide. No, we getting busy. Rowdy, but we pretty, pretty. Twerk on the some pretty Ricky. Max up the same shit, empty, empty. I think my city really love me. It's just tough love for the moment. Introverted, but I'm focused. Kiss this pocus. Like, now nah, I'm hot. <laughs> Give me head low. Give me chips, lot of dish. I get the bag plus the tip. Purple mind plus the drip. I do it better so I don't even trip. I get it wetter when he gotta be slip. Looking for him, where he at? Make face in the found is dead. No worries, I'ma give him bit. Once he do what I said, just like Simon says, yeah, yeah. I'm a whole other breed, ain't no class like this, yeah, yeah. Baby, I'm hard to get, but you might get blessed, yeah, yeah. Big flex, no song. Got the coupe dress pull off. Keep sweat me down. All them from the pound. 
The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. What's going on? It's Will Gatz from Boston. And I'm going to need you to keep it locked right here on Non-Stop Radio. This is Non-Stop Radio. Hey, yo, I go by the name of In The Cut. And I go by the name of CHJ, Duck City Music. You now tuned in to Emilio Eggbar and the Non-Stop Radio Show. Let's bang out, E. Wow, what's poppin'? You dig this G-Quick straight from the N.O. New Orleans, you heard me? And you're tuned in to Non-Stop Radio with Emilio Eggbar, the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net, you heard me? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. It's your host, Emilio Wagbar, and this is the Mid-Morning Rush Show. And get dials from 10 till noon here on KKSJ, J Radio, ladies and gentlemen. With that being said, we are at the point of our show where it's time for us to welcome on to the stage our special guest for today. So please, ladies and gentlemen, help me in welcoming Sam to the show. Sam, how's everything, man? Welcome. Thank you, thank you very much. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, as I was saying, uh, been backpacking for a couple of days, so it's exciting to get a nice relief to have a conversation with you. Ah, uh, I understand that, man. So backpacking. Wow. I know you, you know, like, I'm, I'm not too much of a great outdoorsman, but I'm pretty sure, you know, <laughs> right. lugging all of those big ass heavy backpacks, I know you probably feel a little sore, <laughs> not less this is something that you do on a regular. Yeah, yes, yes. It's a real risk and reward thing. Backpacking, you know, definitely um when I first got into it, you know, your the concept of like, what do you mean you're you're gra- grabbing everything you need, going into the jungle for a couple of days, <laughs> what are you even doing? Um but certainly uh later I think once you get a little familiar with it, you know, you, you start to appreciate just the natural surroundings and the way that it's just you know, just a, just a, really an act of being uh and just a moment of peace with nature um but of course you know i think it's it's it definitely took me years to get to that point and i think if somebody with an interest in it i don't know if you have an interest in it but if you haven't you know this is this is me trying to pitch you to backpack oh, yeah. <laughs> i swear to god you'll love it <laughs> you know honestly i'm gonna be i'm gonna be uh, uh totally transparent with this one my interest in backpacking really has gotten you know has risen in the past couple of months because you know i'll just look at a lot of things that's happening right now and i'm just like you know what i just want to be prepared just in case anything happens so you know that's one part you know that you know living in the city we don't really partaking because you know it's already a jungle when we walk outside and everything like that but you know as far as actually getting out there in nature that's something (laughs) i really do need to get onto yes yes i i actually was born and raised in Kathmandu, nepal the country of nepal Mm. the city of Kathmandu. that's where i was born in and it's a very populous city you know like you barely really um you have some green spaces but a lot like a lot of developing second world third world countries Mm. There's not many, you know, green spaces within cities. Um, so for me, going out, there's the outside of Nepal, which is, of course, very gorgeous. You know, millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people come see it every year. But um, for me, also, I'm completely a city person, really, through and through. <laughs> um, and it was such a push for me. I um, From Nepal, I came out to Ohio, right, where it's really the first time I saw a lot of spaces. Mm. And then moved out to Chicago, then to Orlando, and then to Denver, where... 
of course it's a big metropolis, but I can go outside and hit the nature anytime. So it's a, it's a definitely gets, it's, it's been a long journey for me really to get to the outdoors is what I'm saying. I know. I get it. I, I truly understand that one. And I'm just sitting there asking, you know, I'm thinking to myself, you know, you go from Nepal to Cincinnati to Chicago and then you go down to Orlando, you know, and, and most people are like, yo, Orlando, you was in Orlando. Why would you go away from Orlando? You know, Florida is the place right now. Everybody wants to be at. And then you're out there in Denver. When you think about it, just the landscape. I've never been to Denver myself, but just the landscape and the things that I see, you know, the Colorado Rockies and all the beautiful scenery right. they have out there. I can just imagine. Then on, on top of that, you know, the, the growing 420 community out there as well for all of my 420 heads out yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. The West of the American West is definitely a, a better 420 friendly scene for sure. Mm. Um, and in terms of, of course, exploring the city, you know, Denver, I think for me, there's certainly like some people who will stay in the jungle and not come out for <laughs> months <laughs> on end, you know, or stay in like a super rural spot somewhere in the middle. So I do like to, you know, every once in a while, I'll go out and just have myself. It could be a trivia or a karaoke or just, you know, just normal city day, you know, yeah. go see a game. Uh, and that's why I love Chicago. That's why I also love New York City and, you know, mm-hmm. just cities in general. I think yeah. feel very nature in that sense. They're, they're almost like moving organisms of their own, you know? Yeah, I, I totally understand what you mean by that. You know, like these cities that we just mentioned, they all have a life of their own, definitely. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know, it's very vibrant. You get to see so many different cultures, especially here in New York. You know, like they consider us the melting pot or whatever. So you get to, you know, interact with so many different cultures. But I think the one thing that a lot of us has lost touch with, especially those of us that do dwell in these cities is just the nature aspect of things and just appreciating, you know, good scenery such as, you know, seeing a snow covered mountain or seeing pine trees and stuff like that. You know, I think we tend to get away from some of that sometimes. Yes, definitely. A connectedness, you know, to nature or basically to the, just the act of living, you know, uh, even if you're in a city, uh, you can hit that act of living in certain types of ways by certain types of activities the same thing. So nature connectedness, if you're out and about, but definitely I would say just a general uh, increase in, in maybe trying to have an attempt in trying to be connectedness to your environment, maybe natural or social, always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So with that being said, you know, we discussed earlier, you know, that you're originally from Nepal and then you hear so many people talk about their travels to Nepal. So now we're going to talk about your travels from out of Nepal to where you are right now in Denver, Colorado, and into this space as an artist. So when did you actually decide that, you know, wanting to make music and pursue a career in the music industry was the right thing for you to do? Yeah, I actually started uh, in my youth, you know, playing out, just listening to general tunes like everybody else. Um, Started to do a little bit of uh, music with my friends, with a band, and I actually got my start in metal music. Actually, I used to play a lot of thrash, um, you know, um, British heavy metal, uh, Iron Maiden, that kind of stuff, Pantera. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Uh, you know, hard rock, Jimi Hendrix, listen to a lot of old blues. Um, in Nepal, uh, you get a lot of, uh, at least when I was growing up, uh, you get a lot of uh, 70s, 80s music, right? So mm. my initial interest in music was this confluence of Western-style classic rock and roll mixed with, obviously, Nepali music, you know, Nepali ethnic music, Nepali pop, rock music. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I started playing in the musical sense in my youth. Um, used to be a house band in a in a tourist area called Tamel back there, mm-hmm. uh, and at some point decided at eighteen seventeen that this was something I was going to take seriously, music wise. And then went and recorded some things also. Um, and then life basically brought me to the United States at eighteen uh, to Cincinnati, Ohio. I pursued actually. Just a normal college degree, you know. I have an undergrad in sociology. I have a MBA, a mm-hmm. master's in business, and um, so I just really uh, <laughs> just kind of got sucked into the normal path of you know getting an undergrad degree, uh, going finding a job, going to a college degree, uh, and just generally that life right up until um, the pandemic, when mm-hmm. you know the lockdowns during the pandemic, where I sat down and started playing guitar and ukulele and writing songs again and basically kind of realized and remembered, my God, this was a huge part of my life, you know, mm-hmm. and somewhere down the road, life had happened and I just kind of, um, uh, got interested in other things, you know, other ways. So mm-hmm. I basically decided to start and write this album. So, and then, uh, pivot away from my commercial real estate construction type jobs. Now let me ask you, you know, for first and foremost, you know, anybody that, you know, achieves a level of success in higher education, I want to say congratulations to you on that one right there, you know, getting your degrees Thank you. Thank you and all that much. stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely welcome. Now with that being said, let me ask you, like what was more fulfilling to you? Or what is more fulfilling to you? The, the corporate life, you know, attaining these, these accolades academically and then getting out there in corporate America or just, you know, in the workforce in general or just the freedom that a lot of people experience and doing things on their own. You know, you got a master's in business and stuff like that. You got, you know, various degrees in these areas. So you're never going to be starving as far as, you know, being able to make a living financially. But, you know, there's a different type of freedom when you're, you know, working and in control of your own destiny. So, like, how, which one is more fulfilling to you? Yes. Yes, yes, most certainly. I started, I, I did a lot of um, corporate America and then at some point decided to do my own business, really, mm-hmm. so about six, seven years ago. Um, so I do enjoy in the terms of, in terms of just, um, you know, not working for the man, per se, you know, <laughs> using that exact language. Right? Uh-huh. Um, I definitely, even in business, uh, enjoyed that for five, six years before I hit the music field. Um, but of course, uh, there is, you know, the, the, the motivation, uh, I think are very different for me. Um, uh, when you're writing, when you're doing business, you know, uh, you can do different things. You know, there's ways to be creative about it. There's ways to be efficient about it. At the end of the day, there's a bottom line kind of, uh, uh, concept, right? You know, where, you know, business really at the end of the day is you want to have more than more money than <laughs> you had yesterday. Right. Um, I think what's been liberating for me about music and art really, right. Or the space is exactly that. I think the pressures have been, uh, they exist. Of course, you know, I would still like to have some kind of uh, financial respite from, from, from music. And, um, I definitely don't use that. I don't think as, as a measure of, uh, where the creative levels of success are, right. If you're into a creative person, because I also don't know what, uh, generally making it in this industry means I think mm-hmm. very different people have very different definitions of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I most certainly enjoy um, writing something and just trying to explain a different perspective into 
um, essentially the observational realities around normal people, right? You know, mm-hmm. if you look at my album, I have a song called Red Tree. It's about a tree's life cycle <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and how it how it could possibly relate, uh, you know, and ask the beggar metaphorical questions about who's and the whys. Mm-hmm. So my goal and what music writing really gives me is this ability to kind of uh, point out this different perspective on the same kind of social, uh, relational, transactional realities that we all have to grind through every day, you know, and that you can't get in business, right? It's just not going to meet your creative side in that way, I think. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with you because, you know, a lot of people like me, when it comes to work, I'm very serious about my job. You know, I like to, you know... My work ethic, you know, I like to let them, the work ethic speaks for me and all that stuff like that. But, you know, I'm not really happy in that. I like to be in the space where I'm being creative. I get to do those things that make me happy when I am being creative. So I truly understand what you mean by that. Because, like I said, you know, you get a lot of people that go to, you know, these nine to five jobs. And, yeah, they doing it. It's nice and safe. You know, they got financial stability, but they're not happy. And, you know, you got those ones out there right. that, you know, they elect to take the path of entrepreneurship, but they're out there, you know, they may struggle a little bit, but they're having fun because the experience of it is liberating to them and they're not being held down by any kind of power structure that's put in place. So I definitely understand that. Yeah, yeah, no, most certainly. I, I you know, that's the question when you get into your own business or essentially anything uh, where you're doing on your own. That's essentially the question of the day, right? You know, you're still, there's still a reality of you still want to make it somehow in terms of survivability. Mm-hmm. And then you're still trying to, of course, feed the things in life that make you happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. Just the general, <laughs> yeah, like trying to give space for your family. It doesn't have to be the music or it doesn't have to be the backpacking, really, you know? It mm-hmm. just, has to be some kind of a, a forceful action to kind of find stability and peace, really, in, in whatever it is that you're doing. I, I, I certainly think that, yes. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, and with that being said, also, you know, like, there's also a balance that needs to be had as well, too, because so many people, myself, and I'm guilty of this as well, some of us, sometimes we get so caught up in one particular aspect of our life, and most of the times it is, you know, working at nine to five, that we don't allow time or we don't create time for our passions and pursuing the things that we really love. And sometimes we get away from that, you know? Yes, 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 yes. Most certainly it's, it's like, this is, it seems we have, uh, we don't obviously have infinite time. You know, this is generally a time game from the second we open our eyes, right? Are you, you're, it's basically a, a, it's a timeout, a clock, right? It started, mm-hmm. right? The sand has started to fall from the second you open your eyes. So, Generally, you're trying to figure out this is the limited time that I have in my life. For most of us, it's about 70, 80 years. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to figure out what, you know, trying to evaluate your opportunity costs properly mm-hmm. and uh, going for it, you know, in, what, in whatever ways that, that, that might look like. For some of my business friends, you know, they're like, what do you mean? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing with this music stuff, right? Like every year you lose in the commercial space game is uh, more years you're gonna lo- it's going to take you to get back in it, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And, and I get it, and they really enjoy what they're doing, and it's good for them. And I think mm-hmm. generally, no matter which path, line, work, whatever you're, you're at, I think as long as we understand that this really is a time game, uh, and, 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 uh, we try to make the best out of our experience here, you know? 
Absolutely. And I truly wholeheartedly agree with that statement. And with that being said, you know, you know, you're well versed, you know, you've traveled uh, to very many places. So, you know, you've had so many different experiences and I know a lot of this experience comes out in your music. You know, as you just described just not too long ago, you wrote a song about trees, you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, your various experiences are shared with your audience through your music. So when it comes to your music, what would you actually define your style as? Yeah, I think you really hit it with the different places, different spaces, right? Like my music, I think is really very representative of who I am. I was obviously born, raised in a country with a lot of ethnic cultural music. Uh, that shows my love for folk music. It can be any kind of folk music, really, from any anywhere in the world. I I listen to a lot of African folk music. I listen to a lot of Scandinavian folk music. And I think part of my allure, my love for essentially American folk music, right? Mm-hmm. You know, traditional American folk music. Um, and just basically American music, which, you know, really you can go from anywhere from the Delta Blues to Western cowboy kind of songs, to Appalachia banjo kind of music. Um, so I was very intrigued by those when I when I first got here. And um, uh, having my background in rock and roll and metal, it's just uh, my general role right now with this album is uh, essentially an assimilation of some kind of folk, rock, pop, ethnic, global tunes, you know. Um, and... I think in terms of the messaging, uh, in, that that's musically, but in terms of the messaging, again, the concept of different places and different spaces, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like you go to all these places, different spaces, and there are different people with varying perspectives and opinion, but there are also similarities between them, you know? Mm-hmm. The problems really, at the end of the day, uh, that plague a Nepali citizen uh, or plague a citizen in Ghana or Japan are kind of somehow somewhat similar. There's always a survivability question where they have to make a living. Then there's always questions of, uh, you know, expectations of family, life, personal opinion. So what I really try to do is, uh, yes, the differences in the musical style, but the messaging, the lyrical messaging um, of my albums are very much about the the similar problems and and realities of 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 all of us uh, mm-hmm. from different places and spaces. Yeah, absolutely. And and when it boils down to it, you know, like just putting all that out there in the music and stuff like that, you know, it's, it's, it's just powerful the way music can, you know, affect so many different people from different walks of life. But, you know, it always brings you together. If you can share similar experiences that, you know, somebody else may have gone through or somebody else may be, you know, dealing with at the moment, you know? Yeah. Like in, in terms of my song, you know, I have, Ma, which I think, and the one that I'm um, been submitted to a couple of places, but you know, which is about mothers, right? You know, and then feeling of home, uh, and, and that structure and the safety that provides. Um, I have War Will Never End, which is about the actual acting of fighting a war for somebody who's involved in those situations, no matter what side you're on, um, mm-hmm. and all these different themes, essentially, you know, um, from. Again, different spaces and places um, that I've traveled, I've been to, that seem dim- different and different and, uh, uh, you know, that couldn't possibly relate, but really are, are similar. You know, we all have mothers, really, no matter where we go, <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, in the themes. So that's what I mean. In, in the themes, I believe, um, I don't believe the album in general has a message just because the songs are so different from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the general themes of each song, I think, You'll find a, 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 
uh, an attempt to find some kind of human connectedness and similarity. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, your album, you know, we're getting into that, you know, topic topic now. It's self-titled after you, Psalm. So, like, you know, with that being said, like, you know, you, you're you touching on, you know, different elements that the album represents and what people can listen to. But when it boils down to it, like, what inspired you to sit down and put together this project? Yeah, my first, so I once I started writing again and, you know, writing seriously again, I had a couple of songs that I hadn't worked at, so I'm playing the guitar. I, of course, am used to a band, you know, that I had a band, like very talented musicians helping me out, which I never really understood how easy it was making music with the entire band behind you. <laughs> you know, as a later when you have to sit down and try to be your own songwriter, you know, figuring out some chords and everything on the sun, but in the beginning, um, I think my, uh, you know, the, the pandemic was invoking a lot of, and I think this is true for a lot of musicians, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of emotional space, you know. I think generally when you're writing music, you want to be in a space somehow of some kind of either uh, some kind of emotional awakening or some kind of observation or some kind of some kind of emotional thing is happening generally, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um my first song, actually, the one that I sent out to my producer, mm-hmm. was for you. When I wrote that one, um, you know, friends and families were like, okay, this one is really good, Sujan, as it, as it usually goes. And you have to start this. Um, you have to try to maybe get it produced, or maybe you can give it to somebody. Um, and that's how we started that conversation. It was a love song I wrote. Um, and then once I started talking to the producer, you know, we have more and more time happening um, on the daily. I'm I'm writing more and more songs again about different themes um, while they're in the pandemic. You know, different things of my life, really, and different things about different society. Not necessarily related to the pandemic. It's just that in the space and time of the pandemic, where we weren't doing anything, I just had a lot of time to think about these. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that's how really, uh, in terms of the inspiration, is really just a, a collection of. Ideas and thoughts I've essentially had since I was 18, when I categorically stopped playing music, to all the way uh, to 32, 33, uh, where I started playing it again. Mm-hmm. So basically the space in between, the observations I had in between, kind of had like a, I had like a real flushing moment, you know, with, with the with the pandemic, where, where I got a lot of time to think about a lot of those issues mm-hmm. and then ideas that I had in my mind. Now, with that being said about the pandemic, aren't you so glad that that the pandemic is over? You know, I know they're still trying to, you know, still carry the thing on. I know there's still people out there that's getting sick or whatever. But as far as like the extremeness of it, such as being locked down, not being able to move around and all that stuff like that. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, the general mobility of everybody has increased, you know, for musicians. We're going back to shows again, of course. There's other general public access things happening, sports, everything, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's undeniable. I mean, we certainly, when we were, uh, I don't know about you, but when I was caught up in the house, I was like, man, I can't wait till all of this is over and I will go to a bar again like normal mm-hmm. times, you know? Um, so I think it's definitely very heartening to, to see um, that we're all moving around again. You know, it's definitely a, a, joyous, uh, a joyous event, I would say. 
I agree. And, you know, during that time, I was, you know, what they considered an essential worker. So I spent a lot of my time at work, you know, when it came down to it. But, you know, just the, the, the overall knowing that, you know, there's people that can't come outside and just, just the way that it was just a, a major inconvenience happening for so many people. It was just, you know, it was, it was disheartening to see that because, you know, I'm so used, especially here in New York, it was so eerie seeing, you know, streets that, you know, normally would have thousands of people packed you know, moving around, going about their regular day to go to those same places and see nobody outside. It was one of the like most eerie things that I can recall in my whole entire life. So, you know, I'm just so glad that this whole thing as it stands right now seems to be behind us. And I hope it stays in our rear view mirror. Yes, yes, yes. Most certainly. I, I, I hope so that too, especially uh, for musicians, you know, anybody in the performance area, of course, it was a huge hit, uh, not only just musicians, of course, general society, you know, Everybody, you know, frontline workers, doctors, mm-hmm. nurses, and I, I think it's been a real cumulative effort, effort um, to get us back to where we used to be. Yeah, so yeah. definitely happy to get that behind us. Absolutely. So now let me ask you, what was the first thing you did after, you know, everything was lifted, the restrictions was going, you had to worry about no anything concerning that situation. What was the first thing you did after that? Well, I went backpacking. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you was going to say that. That's why I had to ask. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So the restrictions were lifted and we could travel state again. Colorado, of course, which gets thousands, you know, very similar to Nepal, right? Big mountain touristy areas, which gets thousands of visitors every day, every year. And, you know, um, was when, when, the, when the, the, the biggest part, portion of the lockdowns, uh, we're starting to get, uh, you know, slowly ease back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, then the park started opening up mostly to Colorado or people who could travel and a lot of people were not traveling. So mm-hmm. I really did get to see, um, um, Colorado or some of the spaces in a, in a little more rural, uh, uh, perspective than I would, would have. And, uh, and then of course, after I did that, I believe we went to, um, when things really started opening up, I believe I went down to, Man, I can't quite remember. It was either Texas or maybe Florida. Mm-hmm. I went back to my property and went out to Orlando. <laughs> okay. That's what's up, man. So, you know, with that being said, you know, now that it seemed like all the, the ugly days of that situation is behind us. And, you know, now we're starting to see, you know, musicians being able to get back out there and do what they love to do, which is actually getting in front of people and performing and just, you know, connecting with the crowd. What can we expect from you as far as that aspect is concerned? Yeah, I am now. We are slowly starting to, me and my team. Uh, trying to figure out uh, where, you know, the, t- the tour schedule, right? Essentially, mm. we've only now started essentially promoting maybe, what, three days ago, four days ago. Um, so maybe in another two, three months, uh, we're thinking about touring, but the final schedule for that hasn't come up yet. So I've, I've been, um, uh, but yes, definitely in the works. Uh, maybe we'll start regional around Colorado, uh, Denver area. Um, or maybe I can do, uh, actually, well, I said regional, but I, that also includes Kathmandu, Nepal <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Uh, for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, so it's basically some kind of regional promotions to start with and a tour date, uh, later down the line is what we have planned right now. Okay. Now, with that being said, you know, we discussed earlier that you've traveled to plenty, many places and I'm pretty sure like a lot of things now, 
as far as like you know cities that you've been to before probably aren't really as impressive to you as of now but with that being said what would you like to actually go as far as you know your tour is concerned if you had a dream list that you had to make up of cities and towns that you wanted to go and perform in what would that be wow what a great question i um so there is, you know, the big American cities. I've also traveled quite a lot internationally. Um, my backpacking uh, has taken me to some places. I've just been lucky enough to travel in my youth into a couple of different places. Um, you know, I have to say, there's something about just the big, like New York City, I have to say. <laughs> you know, out of, out of anywhere, I think New York City would really be, uh, you know, someplace like Madison Square Garden in terms of the dream dream, right? Uh you know, something like that. Because there's something iconic about New York that you really uh, are not going to be able to replicate. Um, there are some spaces in in, space of, in terms of, like, you know, rural spaces. I would love to, for example, perform in Mongolia, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never been. Uh, but, or, you know, someplace uh, up north, out in Scandinavia, where I have been. Mm-hmm. I'd love to perform in Oslo or, or uh, uh, Stockholm. Yeah. Mm. Now, Scandinavia, man, I hear is such a very beautiful, you know, region of the world that, you know, a lot of people don't like to really go to because of the, you know, the harshness of the weather that they have there with the cold and all that stuff like that. Is it really overblown or it really do get cold like that? I think it, it is. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's slightly overblown. Um, depends how far up north you go. I think okay. for most people, if you've been to, you know, like, uh, Alaska, right, in terms of um, uh, similarities, I would probably say, or the Washington, maybe, I would say in terms of the weather situation, those two would probably be the closest. Um, uh, but in terms of, you know, city metropolis, if you're out in any of the cities, sure, if you go out in rural areas, you find some Alaska or rural Colorado-like spots. Mm-hmm. But most of it, you know, is very similar to many American cities. I mean, in 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 terms of just not a New York City, <laughs> right? You know, uh, yeah, 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 definitely not, <laughs> definitely not New York City, but or like you know, L.A. or you know, right. some of these larger, you know, Tokyo. But in terms of just your average uh, Western cities, right, or developed world country cities, uh, Sweden's definitely Sweden or Norway. Um, Definitely got the vibe down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also recommend Netherlands uh, on that list. Yes, yes. Nice. Uh, Germany, I do love. Um, yes. Um, haven't been to some of the other places, uh, but Germany is also definitely on my list, I would say. Uh, Frankfurt and Hamburg, for sure. That's what's up, man. That's really what's up, man, because I'll be looking and, you know, me, like, I haven't traveled too much. You know, I just recently, for the first time, this year it came out to the West Coast ever. You know, 38 years old and I've only been to the West Coast once. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I haven't been, been to many places, but you know, just naming some of the places that you just named and thinking about some of the places I see like online when you think about places like Switzerland and just how beautiful the scenery is. That's just, that's what I would like to go and experience, you know, just to get away, just to see things for, you know, the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm so used to yeah. seeing brick buildings and concrete and all that stuff like that. But I would like to really get out there and see, you know, other parts of the world that I haven't gotten a chance to experience yet. Right, right. I would definitely recommend uh, Switzerland, of course. I'd definitely recommend Nepal, Thailand. You know, a lot of people do that circuit where they go into uh, see the Himalayas in Nepal and then go down to Thailand to see the beaches. Um, you know, a lot of access in Mexico, South America, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's it's traveling really 
it can be going beyond the county lines. It can be going across seas or ponds. It's yeah. always exhilarating, at least to me, you know, because you're learning something um, about learning, like, really about different places and, again, different people, but also, again, finding the similarity, no matter where you go, about how similar people are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's always, when I got into Cincinnati, Ohio, right, from, from Kathmandu, right, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, in my school, I see the guy who's the funny guy, right, you know, in, mm-hmm. in terms of very general, basic, uh, you know, uh, uh, analogies and comparison. You see the funny guy, you see the serious people, you see the people who are a little more artsy, you see the people who are a little more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just, it's even in the personalities, you know, the, the similar, the similarities are in the personalities and of course, cultural realities, uh, where different, you know, they look very different, vibrant, um, acts are very different, but they all have different meanings. They all have like particular family meanings behind it. So yes, mm-hmm. traveling, I think, it's certainly uh, the best way to, to uh, go out and see different people and also understand how similar we really are to everybody. Absolutely. Else, you know, <laughs> and that would, and with that being said, also it gives you so much more to talk about in your music as well. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to see some yeah. of these various different places and experience other cultures and just have an overall different experience than what you would get here in the States. And, and to me, people that, you know, really get out there and live life or the ones that actually come back and make some of the better music because I always go by that saying that I heard from one you know famous artist I can't think of the person's name but I, I, I'm pretty sure once I say it you know somebody out there is going to remember who said it but it was said like if you only talking about a few things and that means you need to get out there and live more you haven't experienced life that much <laughs> so, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. You travel enough and you talk enough, you always know they know more. They, they, they're smarter than you. They've seen more things than you, right? Yeah. And that is that is the beauty of it. You know, that is uh-huh. the beauty of it. Because otherwise, you'd just be stuck in your own mind the whole time. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So, one more thing before we get ready to, you know, conclude the, the the interview. And it's been a really dope interview, man. I really hate the fact that there's a time constraint on some of these interviews that we have because the conversation as they progress just get better and better you know and it it, 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 and it kind of peeves me a little bit that we had to you know cut it short sometimes but you know with that being said you know we have your new single here Omar and we definitely going to play that next you know concluding this interview and all that and I just want to know like what has been the response that you have been getting from that record right now pretty good actually we just started promoting it um, you know my goal when I made the album mm-hmm. was um, I just generally want somebody who likes, you know, different kinds of varying tunes, folk rock, whatever you're into, pop, whatever, um, just to like one song in the album. <laughs> right? <laughs> My goal was if people like one song in the album, no matter who you are, if you're generally listening to popular music, then I'm okay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we obviously had to choose um, between the songs in the album, and there's some that get more hits than others. I think Olma. Um, certainly is one that uh, has has been has been uh, getting a lot of uh, conversations. People do like it only because it it, it uh, hones back to the conversation we were having earlier, where I was talking about you know similarities um, in in you know for people no matter where they are go through hard days, hard lives, and uh, without you know complaining about it too much or worrying about it too much. Uh, there's always like spaces and places where we all kind of have that hard day, you know, mm-hmm. that bad day where you're just kind of tired, no matter what you are, you can be very efficient in what you do. You just need a little bit of breather. And the song really is about 
uh, thinking about uh, the vulnerability of home, um, you know, the comfort and structures provided by um, the concept of home, no matter what that is for you, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's just a song about uh, just, just kind of wanting to give up for a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that one. So for the people out there that's listening right now, they would like to, you know, get in contact with you. They would like to follow you listen to your music and even, you know, invite you onto their show to, you know, have another dope discussion with them as they're hosting all that stuff. How can they make that possible? Yes, so my I am on uh, all of the socials on Instagram, Soul Music, uh, on TikTok, Soul Music again. Um, I'm on all of the streaming, Spotify, right? You can look up Soul, S-O-H-M, uh, YouTube, any anything really apple music anywhere where music is being streamed you you you'll find me um and yeah i hope you guys check it out no doubt about that well well so we truly do appreciate you once again for taking the time out i know you just getting back you know to it you know getting back into your routine and all that stuff like that man i truly do appreciate you know your time and you coming up here and sharing your story with us man for real for real Yes, no, definitely. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You were very kind uh, and, and very patient with me. Thank you. Hey, no problem, man, whatsoever. We do thank you as well. And for everybody else out there that's tuned in and listening right now, keep it locked and stay tuned because up next, here comes the show premiere of Sam's brand new single called Omar, which is out right now. Go get that added to your collection of music. If you have not done so yet, you are missing out. So right now, we're going to go ahead and get into that. And this is your boy Emilio Wackball for the Mid-Morning Rush Show. We'll be back with much more right after this. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio. Oh, I don't think I got it. I don't think I make it here. Oh,
Show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. And that is our show for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We want to say thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in to the Non-Stop Radio Show. We'll see you tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Mid-Morning Rush Show on KKSJ, Kawan J Radio. It's your boy Emilio Wackball. Y'all all be safe, you heard? Want to be heard on the Non-Stop Radio Show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format. At Let's Network Musically 212 at gmail.com. This is Nonstop Radio.